0: And welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. And this is the 1853 podcast, a program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 29th edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year, we're going to visit with a pair of Monmouth administrators who have been very busy this school year serving students, and that would be Michelle Merritt and Karen Ogerzalek. They are Associate Vice Presidents of Student Life and Co-Dean of Students. Shell and Karen, along with their very hardworking and talented professional staff, are a big reason Mama's students have been able to have a somewhat normal school year despite the challenges created by the pandemic. They've also been looking ahead to the college's commencement weekend as well as to next school year. And when the 2021 2022 school year gets underway, Mama's students will have access to a first rate student health center on campus. Beginning with the 2022 fall semester, Monmouth will offer a fully staffed student health center on campus. The center, which will be located on the first floor of the venerable McMichael Residence Hall, will be staffed by medical personnel from OSF Healthcare and it will specialize in serving the needs of students. Michelle says that the campus is very excited that OSF Healthcare will be serving Mama's students on campus next school year.
1: Yeah, this is uh, super exciting news. Uh, you know, we've really been thinking about this for a while and uh, an opportunity presented itself and with our with our trustee, Ralph um, who is who works at OSF, we, we kind of developed a really strong part with OSF so this is definitely meets the needs of the students and um, and they're just super excited the students are really excited about this opportunity Michelle says
0: that the Student Health Center will be able to meet just about every ordinary medical need that a college student has
1: well um, I think it would be like any other Student Health Center Um, you know college students have a lot of needs they um, it's gonna take care of acute issues Um, we'll have uh, vaccinations they can probably, um, they can get uh, physicals there, um, we will treat uh, acute issues like allergies and um, ADHD, um, anything like that, that you would be seen in a clinic for, you can be seen at OSF.
0: And it's just going to cost 75 bucks a semester, 150 bucks a year. Uh, that has to excite students a great deal.
1: Yeah, definitely. We um, I actually asked several students how they felt about that, and their eyes kind of lit up, and they're like, "Wow, really? O- only 150 bucks a year?" And I said, "Yeah, only 150 dollars a year," and which is the cost of going to you know to one visit. So um, they were very excited about that. They were also excited that they wouldn't have to pay a copay, you know, when they go to the doctor. And um, they also the the one individual that I talked to, she said that. Um, that having to pay that copay is a barrier to a lot of students because they don't have health insurance or that they, their parents won't pay so they have to pay and so they're really excited about having the health center on campus where um, it's, it's already covered in the cost um, with the other expenses of tuition and fees.
0: You talk a little bit about the convenience of uh, having a student health center on campus. Right now, a lot of students have to leave campus to take care of their needs, and that's a big inconvenience that they'll no longer have to contend with.
1: Yeah, that was the other thing that students said, that they were really excited when they heard about this because they can literally just walk from the dining hall, literally just right across the, uh, the plaza to the health center and it's right next to the bookstore and they don't have to get um, transportation to the clinic and so that was definitely um, a plus for them. It was super convenient and um, yeah, so they were very excited about
0: that. Talk a little bit about the benefits of having healthier students. It's sort of a no brainer, I guess, that when you have healthier students, they're going to do better in school and be more engaged on campus, but theres it's just so many benefits of having that.
1: Yeah, one of the students that I talked to literally said, with the health center, um, it's going to be a healthier and happier campus. And um, yeah, when you when you have health care right there, really close, and it's accessible, and you can you can go to it whenever you want, um, students are much happier, because if they feel miserable, they're going to be miserable. And so we want to make sure that we take care of them as quickly as possible, and, um, and that uh, we're meeting their needs. And so, yeah, they can definitely probably Get be, get better sooner um, and get back to class and learn, which is what we're here for. So, yep. Yeah.
0: Talk a little bit about this partnership with OSF. I mean, it's a great organization and indeed to have a partnership. It's a first-class healthcare organization. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we are we are so fortunate to have OSF in our backyard, literally right here in Monmouth, um, and in uh, in Galesburg and Peoria, and so um, they're they're an incredible organization. Uh, there's a lot. There are a lot of people um, at Monmouth College that have really been connected to OSF over the years, whether it's sitting on their board of directors, their foundation, um, and they've always been so supportive of the college. I mean, we've had wellness fairs here on campus. Um, we've had representatives from OSF come. To our campus and support our students in many, many different ways, and so um, this just kind of solidifies our relationship with them, and uh, and just makes it better. So we've had a long-standing relationship with them.
0: You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. We're talking to Michelle Merritt and Karen Orgazalic. They are Monmouth's associate vice president of student life and co-deans of students. In addition to a student health center opening on campus next fall, Karen says that fall sports will also return to the campus, and that's another reason to celebrate.
2: We couldn't be more excited. Um, I don't know who's more excited the student athletes or everyone else on campus. Um, But yes, we are um, very excited that fall sports will start off right away at the beginning of the year. Um, While the sports for the fall, uh, the athletes, have been practicing with their coaches Um, they've been in contact constant contact with them Um, it's great to see them out on the practice fields and playing um, in between our spring sports that are playing so yes we're very excited that uh, we'll have sports again in the fall
0: I think what's impressed me about 2020, 2021 school year is what an amazing job the coaches have done at Mammoth College to keep their teams together, to keep, keep them uh, active and conditioned. They, they've been sort of some quiet heroes of the school year.
2: They, they really have been. Um, they are kind of that unsung hero on campus. We um, we think of coaches as the person or the the people who work with the teams on the field, but coaches are really many, many more layers than that. They are they're the the mom, the dad, the brother, the sister, the uncle, the aunt um, to to the students. Um, they talk about everything from what's going on in class to some roommate issues. Uh, Talk about obviously they do get in all of the athletic things and the coaching pieces uh, while they're on the field or the court or the, the um, Track, but they are certainly much much more um, than just the coach on the field and we, we really um, We really appreciate everything that they do. I know that the students do um, They're so excited to see them when they come back in the in the fall or the spring whenever it is that they're coming back as well as um They're some of the people that they're going to miss the most when they graduate, and they're the people that they stay in touch with.
0: Mama's spring commencement weekend will be May 15 and 16 this year. Because of the pandemic, plans have been made for commencement revised and then revised again and then revised one more time. Karen says that's made flexible, the operative word of the season.
2: That is exactly it. Um, flexibility, every group has a different desire to have uh, what what their ideal is for commencement. Uh, we started off with, with a student group and then we moved to another student group and things changed. And so really it, it's not it's it, it's really all about what the students want and their families and celebrating their successes and so we we have uh, been working with the guidelines that we have with COVID um, but also trying to give the students the best experience that they can to celebrate them and their successes and um, you know we're we're happy to have more alumni for our Fighting Scots going out into the communities that they're going into and graduate schools and um, Terrific jobs that are out there. So, uh, yeah, it really, it really has been a moving target. Um, there's a lot of players um, that have been involved in planning what is going on um, and listening to different student groups and adding all those um, those voices in there and facilities have been wonderful Uh, faculty have been involved I can't speak enough about Ryan Doyle and what he's been able to do Um, and and it's it's not done yet so we're we're still working but we do have some real exciting things that are happening um, on Saturday evening um, development and alumni working on um, some really fun events to get uh, to welcome the students into the alumni association. Then of course um, commencement on Sunday with their families and and all that is involved with that.
0: Talk about how commencement this year will look different, but also talk about how it'll sort of be the same as as well as the previous 150 odd commencements have been held at the college. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we really tried to make it as as much of the traditional experience as we possibly could for the students. So, um, of course, we will have bagpipers. That's the number one thing that most people ask about. Uh, we will have bagpipers. They will process in. Of course, everybody will be socially distanced. Um, so, instead of um, having everybody in a tighter knit, um, as much as we'd like to say we are the t- tight-knit community and family, we're going to spread them out a little bit, uh, but... They will process in, they will walk across the stage, their names will be announced, they will receive their diploma, uh, they will um, have the opportunity to get their photo taken. Um, We again will have parents um, who are employees at Monmouth College avoid diplomas to seniors. Um, So again, incorporating as much as we can into that, our Lincoln Laureate, Joe Donor, will be giving his Lincoln Laureate address, um, but we won't have a commencement speaker, um, a large commencement speaker, um, and and there won't be the recessional unfortunately because of covid we can't have um, the faculty members line the sidewalk Uh, but faculty members will be there we are socially distancing families in the the grass area all around wallace hall Um, again in front of wallace hall which is uh, the traditional place that again everybody wants to be Um, but they'll be able to do some fun things when they finish at the end of the ceremony, and they'll still be able to celebrate with their family and um, take the photos in front of Wallace Hall or the sign um, in their caps and gowns and uh, with their families and faculty members who are present.
0: April at Monmouth College is really the month of the awards. There are so many award ceremonies. Uh, I, I think what's struck me is how many just really good students have been honored this month. You of course had the honors convocation but also had another special one earlier in the month, uh, the Highlander Awards. Honored some great students there.
2: We, we did. Um, it, it's it's great that we're still able to do the, the Highlander Awards, the Greek Week Awards, um, honoring all the students who have been very active in a very challenging year. So they might have had to change how they do their events or their um, involvements, but they've really really were able to shine with what they were doing. They were creative. They thought outside of the box. They were able to do things on Zoom um, and bring all sorts of uh, constituents into, into the activity. So it's not just uh, the students, but a lot, of, a lot of the organizations had events where community members were also involved in it. And they, they were just incredible. Um, we, we've had the opportunity to work with so many wonderful leaders over the years and this year they they did not disappoint they were they really rose to the occasion
0: You all have both been in student affairs for a long time and this has to affirm what's happened this year. It has to affirm the people who work here and what they do to prepare students for moments like this, that they were able to use one of the cliches of the pandemic, pivot and still excel. That has to be a good feeling knowing the way the students responded.
2: It, it really is. Um, you know that old cliche: "It takes a village," and that's really what this is. Uh, f- faculty, staff, um, all across campus, have really been able to work with students, and, and the students as- themselves—they've—they've they've challenged us to reach outside of the box and do things that um, that that make it an experience for our students. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, definitely something that we are not going to forget we are better leaders all of us are better leaders and able to be much more flexible um, and pivot in in situations and um, I think it's going to be great stories that they're going to be able to share Uh, it's way back when when I was lived through the pandemic and this is what I did and you know we would hear stories of I walked up up, I walked to school uphill both ways in the snow they're going to be talking about the uh, the pandemic and how they lived through the pandemic so it's it's uh, you know, it, it, it had its challenges, but I think there's a lot to take away from this past 18 to 20 months.
0: Michelle, this has to make you feel good, too, in terms of we talk about it's great to be a Scott. This is, I think, what we mean when we talk about it's great to be a Scott.
1: Yeah, it definitely is great to be a Scott. Uh, I'm a Scott. I graduated um, from Monmouth College in 1989, and I'll tell you, I'm pretty proud of our students right now. Um, you know, our student leaders, um, our our president of our of our Scott Senate, uh, Abir Minor, and our vice president, Brenda Matias Cruz really took the challenge and uh, you know, they were elected in the pandemic when everything broke out. And so they came back to school and just like us, we weren't quite sure what we were all doing. And so they had to pivot like everybody else and uh, try to engage the student body in a very different way. And um, so they, they did and they created programs. They still funded different things. Um, they, had, they had different events. Uh, they had their meetings virtually every other week. Um, And they hosted roundtables where students could still uh, voice their opinion about different issues and concerns. And 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 they represented the student body very well. Uh, you know, if, if students had concerns, they went to task. They met with Aramark or they met with whoever, you know, they had the concern with. So uh, they did an excellent job uh, pivoting just like we all did.
0: That's Michelle Merritt, along with Karen Orgozalek. They are Mammoth's Associate Vice President of Student Life and Co-Dean of Students. And they were a big reason that Mammoth had a big 2020-2021 school year. And that's going to be a 30 for this 29th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and stay healthy.